It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. Honey, don't put your elbow on the table. Oh, look, we matched it. What is going on on Look Facebook? at how ghosty you look. Wow. What? Casper, the friendly ghost. Hello. Wow. Does anyone remember when I was a girl and they remade the Casper movie starring Devin Sawa and Christina... Who's Devin Sawa? Oh, if you're 35, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Am I right? Am I right? Casper, when he gets turned into a human, am I right? Anyone? My girls on here who are my age know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, we all wanted to be in love with a ghost. It was a little weird that Casper went from being the friendly ghost, a, a sweet little cartoon, to a very handsome 15-year-old boy. Devin Sawa? Yes! Dude, Christina, Christina Ricci, exactly. Everybody knows. If I've you, never heard of Devin Sawa in my have, whole life. If you look him up, you will know he was in, he was in Casper. He was also in Time. Is it Time and Again? Now and Again. Nope. He was also in Now and Again. Um. <laughs> we were driving to school this morning. I took the boys to school, and every single morning, there's this funny local drive time radio game called Beat Booker, which is like really? five pop culture questions ah. with, that have a listener trying to compete against somebody that's on the show named Booker. Doesn't matter. But one of the questions, like all the questions, always have some crazy lead up. And the question today was Luke Perry turns 55 today. 55, 45. He turned 15. <coughs> I don't know what he turned. It doesn't matter. Old is what he turned. But it described, the question was actually about what cosmetic line Rebecca Gayhart, who was his girlfriend, sure. ended up repping. And of course, you know, it's Noxima. Anyway, oh, right. the bottom line is they give this whole long backstory to this like crazy storyline from 90210 where on the day after they got married, her dad hired a hitman That's to kill right. Luke Perry. That's and right. And the hitman accidentally killed her. Her. That is so right. When you hear it read out loud 25 years later, it sounds crazy. Except his, who, his name wasn't Luke Perry, was it? That's his real name? What's his... What's his character's name? He was the Fonz. No. <laughs> what was his name? Brenda and... Dylan. Dylan McKay. Dylan McKay. Dylan McKay. Dylan McKay. Get it right. Here I mean, it is. Here's the but thing. But it does I, make you feel very old. I graduated the same year that the class of, of West Beverly High graduated. <laughs> oh, so oh, they my. were my people, except okay. for the fact that I'm 43 and Dylan's turning 55. Oh, he was, was he? very... He was like a 30-year-old playing a 17-year-old. It's upsetting. Well, well, on many levels. I guess there's that. I was for sure not allowed to watch that show. It, you know, I was obviously, I'm eight years younger than Dave, so I was not allowed to watch that show. But other hmm. cool kids at school were allowed to watch it, and I wanted to pretend that I knew. And the only knowledge I had about Beverly Hills 90210 was the Peach Pit. That was all I knew. So I'd be like, man, that scene in the Peach Pit, am I right? Am I right? You know, I tried to roll what around. What was the old man's grade. name? Who was the guy that Nat? was in the... Nat. Whoa! That just came from the depths of my soul. Nat. I am... I am... the Like, I have just all kinds of useless information stored here. If you've ever read one of my books, then you know that's absolutely true. Because they're just filled with, like, random stories. 
Speaking of... Donna Martin graduates? Donna Martin graduates. Sorry, keep going. Um, speaking of, when I set out to, like, when I'm writing a new book, like I am right now, I'm writing the book that comes out in 2020, which is bananas, but it's true. I, I lay out any... Oh, my God. I know. What I lay this? out... This is my list. So I lay out funny stories that I have to tell from my life based on the topic I'm writing about. And this book that I'm writing is about health, emotional health, physical health, mental health. I want to get into it all. I want we as women to get a handle on this once and for all. And so yesterday I was like, do I have any funny stories about my health? Oh my gosh. This book is going to be a doozy. I mean, just read, <laughs> just read them. Read, I mean, like, just read the first few. It's, it's very okay. I'm gonna read the first few. They're very inappropriate. So if yesterday's thing bothered you when we talked about, somebody sent me a note saying that we shouldn't stoop to the level of talking about poop, and I then committed that we would talk twice as long today about poop, poop. for having received a note about poop. Come on, you guys, leave us alone. How okay? dare you, if you Sheila? Want, if you want highbrow wisdom, go. Talk to Mensa. We are not where you're going to get that from. So my stories that I wrote down regarding health were, and these are funny. The first time I got a UTI. Oh, I remember that. That was fun. It's funny. I thought I was dying. Shards of glass. Shards of glass when you pee. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. The second story, and this is what will make this book a bestseller. This is so inappropriate. Can I say this on live stream? I don't know. I don't know if I can. I mean, it's not like that you're going to use a bad word, but this is like idea. It's pretty early in the morning. It's very early in the morning. Just say it. I'll uh, say it or Uh, save it. Say it. Who cares? I one time lost a tampon. It's too early. It it, it was actually. It it was actually too early. I did though. I lost it. Not not in the world. If you had said feminine napkin. That that. I, well, but I'm just saying it might have it's been a little easier. It's not 1983. To, I'm just saying it's 8:06 a.m. I mean, I'm on the East Coast. On the oh. East Coast, it's after nine. You've had your coffee. Fair. Welcome. But that story of when I did is one of the funny. <laughs> I've told it on stage. If you went to the very first rise, I told this on stage. People were peeing their pants. It's hilarious. Oh. It's hilarious. If you can't laugh at the mistakes you make, what are the what's the point of living? Am I right? Am I right? I'm just going to keep saying, am I right? Um, all of these are inappropriate, like this. Oh. <laughs> or this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So anyway, I have a lot of good stories coming in hot 2020. I have a lot of good stories coming in hot March 12th. You know what's funny is that when I sat down to try and start writing, uh, dude, wash your face, Rachel, basically her only advice was, yep. think of all your stories, all of the things that you know, um, one, you'd never ever want to actually tell anyone, yep. and that would help you illustrate your point by making fun of yourself, just yep. start writing those things down. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, there was that one time. <laughs> No one should ever hear about this. That's what you got to talk about. First chapter. Here we go. (laughs) Because people, either if it's something that you think I shouldn't say that because it's shameful, there are other people who feel shame too. They need to know they're not alone. And if it's something you don't want to tell because you're embarrassed... To me, I purposely embarrass myself all the time because I want to make you laugh and because I feel like if you go on my Instagram feed and you see gorgeous, well, I hope you think they're gorgeous, but pretty photos where my hair's blown out and I look pretty and I'm gazing off into the distance and with a great bra and a good outfit, then I want you to know that I've also lost a tampon inside myself. Still early. No, it's just reality. (laughs) I feel like 
that women think that there's they're unattainable. It's like, no, sis, get a blowout and add a filter. You too can have a beautiful Instagram feed, but we're all the same woman, you know. That's inside. real. That's what I'm saying. One day we'll have dudes also. Dudes that, what? That can relate to some stories. There hopefully. are dudes here. I know, but we're, I'm, what I'm saying is that maybe there will be this point in time where there are more dudes here, and then <laughs> I'm telling a story about something that most dudes don't like to talk about, That's and then true. there is some relatability, because That's right true. now, we are basically talking about the, the losing of something that most people didn't even realize could yeah. be lost. Me, hey, by the way, I didn't know you could until I did. So, wait for that story. What are you going to do? Um, what were we no, talking about? Oh, thank you. I, yeah. We were both saying the same thing. So, we Rachel's traveling tonight, story. so we yes. had to move our date night to Wednesday. <laughs> I'm sorry to let everyone down that we didn't keep our regular Thursday date night. But, well, in but fact, just as long as we have a weekly date. We moved it to, to Wednesday, so we had a date night last night. And in the middle of dinner... We were laughing so hard because <laughs> we have friends. We have fr a, a couple of friends who have no children by choice. Like, they chose, they don't want to have kids, awesome, live your best life. But last night we were in a conversation and we were like, can you imagine? Oh. If, not, not if you can't have children or you want to someday, but if you've just decided, hey, we're going to be a couple, we choose not to have kids, we're just going to live our lives together, but we're not going to procreate or adopt or anything, we're, we're going child free. Can you even imagine? We're like... What do they even do with their time? Whatever they want. Can you even Whatever imagine they up want. in the morning? They have and nobody else the world needs you to survive. Is their oyster? If you just want to go on vacation, anytime. You just want to watch the entire anytime. series of Friends, not a season, the anytime. whole series. You could literally do anything. You know what's crazy is that we went. <laughs> down this path of like, what would we do if we didn't have these four kids? And most of it, bye, have a good day, bye, bye kids, love you. Great day at school, love you forever. Um, would never change any of our choices. Most of our, most of our things were uh, things that wouldn't actually produce the best <coughs> version of us, but at least for like two weeks, like just two weeks, we could get into any kind of trouble we want. No one oh. would even know, oh. no one would even care. Anything. For, for 12 years, so 12 years. 12 years, plus if you count the pregnancy, another human being has, has needed me for survival. That's a long time to make sure someone else eats, I will drinks enough water, need you for brushes survival. their teeth, I will goes always to bed on need time, you. and then we just kept adding. Rachel kept thinks adding that when kids. the kids are gone that I'm not going to need her anymore. Come on, honey. Honey, Honey, you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, do. the people that are like, can't survive without us. I'm just, we just wonder, what do you do with your time? I think the answer is literally anything that you want. You know what's crazy? You know how you have that chapter about your Matt Damon cardio fantasy yep. in Girl, Wash Your Face? Yep. It didn't even occur to me, but honestly, I might run faster today, tomorrow, at the gym, just imagining what what it would be like. That's <laughs> so, terrible. It I is terrible. It's terrible. No, but I'm just saying I am just saying it good for you. I mean, we're going to get there. Don't get me wrong. Like, our kids are going to move on. We're going to kick the little birdies out of the nest. Bye -bye. But at that point, we're going to be old. Yeah. You know, we'll be hot old people, but we're still going to be old. That's true. We're not going to have a 35-year-old's metabolism or energy level when we finally get all four of these yokels up out of our house. I, I, I haven't had that metabolism <sighs> for just, years. Uh, here's um, the other thing I'm saying for you real quick. 
Um, if you plan to have kids but don't have them yet, all I'm saying is... Live your life. Live your life. Live every minute of it. Take a nap. Take all the naps. Uh, so many naps. Oh. Go just get coffee at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Buy your... Walk around Target for hours alone. There's a... There's oh, a... my goodness. Yeah. Double income, no kids. Forget Holy it. Holy smokes. Go on a world there's a, tour. There's a contractor who is building out the office, uh, the headquarters, the future headquarters of uh, our fine company. Okay. We're going to jump Brendan in. And he had a baby on Saturday. They had a baby on Saturday. And, Am I doing uh, this right? Yeah. Our friend. Uh, well, oh, there we go. Did it work? All right. Hold on. Waiting. We're, we're waiting for Brendan Rashad. Hey, we're having a guest come on board, everybody. We we're not talking about the life that he gets to live on the daily uh, Thursdays, we try and have a friend come and join us, and the friend in question today is Brendan Richard. Wait, hold on. Ladies I don't know if we can gentlemen. hear you. Wait, wait, wait. Can I hear you? Wait, say something, B. There you are. Hi, y'all. Hi. Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, hello. Are you still in New York, living your best New York life? I'm living my best New York life with 50 of my awesome clients, and we're having an awesome time here, but um, I've been laughing so hard. <laughs> Because you know what we're talking about, too. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, if they cut in, I have to, I have to like have a rag to wipe off my tears and my, like spittle on myself. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you know, this week, Brendan, is about habits. And yeah, well, uh, where's my we're doing our last 90 days thing. And we've been uh, talking about habits. But I'll tell you what, man. You happen to be a an expert, literally, on habits. And so when we have this idea, hey oh, there oh. it is. This dude has written the book. The book. For anyone who's interested <laughs> in not just being a good performer, a decent performer, but a high performer. So we thought, hey, why not go to somebody who knows a lot more than we do about almost everything in life? We actually <laughs> last night, here's the thing. This so is true. this is true. So we're driving home last night from our date night, and Rachel actually said this, and it is a hundred percent the truth. Why does it feel like Brendan is an expert like on ask, every part of our life? We can anything. ask Brendan anything, and it feels like he actually <clears throat> knows a person or himself has the answer. Or you just deliver everything with such confidence that I buy into it. Like, I'm like, I mean, what does Brendan think about getting lash extensions? Should I, I mean, should I go another round? I feel like you'd find the answer for us. But yeah, I just well, want to say. I can tell you I can barely dress myself yes. and, and, like, arrange my day. So uh, for, our, for our crew who may not know Brendan yet, it's Brendan Burchard. If you've hung out with me at all, then you know that I basically talked about this book nonstop. Uh, it came out in 2017. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I talked about this book nonstop, and I did. That's how I met you. Yes. That's how I met you. So many people were uh, Instagramming a story, like, "Hey, this Rachel lady is like talking about your book every day. You have to know her." Yeah. I "I do have to know her. Yeah, because it's so good. I've read it twice. I've listened to it on audio. So on Brendan's podcast, which is the Brendan Show, the book, the audio book, is our episodes of his podcast. Y'all want to go listen to it? And I was actually just thinking the other day. I'm like, I'm gonna read it again. I feel like I need a refresher. That's how much I love it, and not just because you're my friend. Like, sincerely, one of my favorite books ever. So, what would love it um, for our audience who may not be at the level that the people usually teach, more at a beginner level with habits. What's some of um, the pieces of wisdom you'd give for someone who's just starting trying to build a habit for the first time? Oh my gosh, it's so much of what you've been teaching and, and sharing. So they're getting so much value from you, Rachel, because you know we all think that there's all these happy people running around who are just happy naturally and their life is perfect and everything else. And 
it's not true. If you talk to them, they worked so hard on their habits. I mean, they double worked hard on their habits. It's not like one day you wake up and you just go, I love my life. Everything's perfect. No one has that. Yeah. No one. Yeah. It's like you have to architect and design the ideal life for yourself, given all the circumstances, <laughs> all the challenges, all the everything that you go through. And the only way to architect your ideal life is through your habits. Yeah, I love that. Because you can't architect your ideal life through randomness. So you good. Can't. It's true. Randomness doesn't let you have that. Randomness steals that from you. Randomness says, oh, you're not that interested. I tell people sometimes maybe the world and the universe isn't giving you what you want because based on all your distractions and lack of focus, it's simply unclear what you're asking for. Ooh, so good. So good. It so just good. doesn't know. It's so confused by your lack of habit and discipline. It's just like, what do you want? I don't yeah. even know what to give you. Wow. And you know, because the universe is like that. It's flowing, it's smart, it's intelligent, but it can't read everything in your mind. And if you're always doing things randomly, you're just never going to pick up the momentum that tells the universe, hey, I'm here, I'm serious about this. Mm-hmm. I want to improve this part of my life. Yeah. And so what I tell people is you <clears throat> have to decide which parts of your life do you really want to improve. And then do the disciplined work of setting up habits there that you stick to and that you're like giving into, not setting up habits. Everyone wants the simple habits. And this book is like, there aren't simple habits. Yeah, that's so real. Not not the ones that move the needle because what people say is they they want the easy way. Yeah. But the easy way is always the comfortable way. Mm -hmm. And the comfortable way isn't where the growth is going to be. And so with what we found, we, we interviewed the, you know, the highest performing people in 190 countries around the world, the world's largest study on high performers. These are the people who are like the top 15 most successful at whatever they did. And the practices that they had in their life, they weren't easy. They didn't always like doing them, but they showed up for those. They honored the struggle and the challenge that come along with trying to be your best self, which you're always talking about. Yeah. It's not easy. It's not always pretty. Sometimes you lose a tampon. I mean, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think that was going to be here today. Um, nope, you know, I never thought I'd say that. I'm yeah, um, but one of the things that you do that I love, and I talk about this all the time on stage, and I always give you credit, is I love that you have, I, I don't remember what you call it, but you have all of these, like, triggers. So, like, every time you're on an airplane, you send a note to your wife. You, every time you get in the shower, I think you ask yourself, what can I be excited about today? Like, that to me is such a beautiful habit for creating, like, positive momentum. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we call them habit triggers. And you can use physical things or daily things that already happen and attach to those things uh, like mindset triggers. So I'll give you my my favorite one is called my doorframe trigger. And so every time I walk through a door, it triggers me to say this thing to myself. And I say to myself when I walk through every door, literally every door, even in the bathroom, I say to myself, I am entering this room as a happy man ready to serve. Mm, I'm entering this room as a happy man, ready to serve. I I say that probably 30, 40 times a day. That's awesome. And so it just starts conditioning your mind. I just use something that already happens, walking through a door, as a trigger to say something to myself, to put myself in a positive mindset. So that's just a mental habit that I do that really helps me. Same thing, another (coughs) habit I do is whenever I finish something, like on my computer, let's say I finished a presentation. I finish that presentation, I know it's complete. I push away, I close my eyes, just for like two minutes. I repeat this word release to myself to like release all the tension and release all those ideas, let it go. And then I set an intention 
what's the intention of this next activity? And I go to that next activity a little more intentional. Because yeah. I'm like, just like any high performer, everyone watching this, we can all multitask like all day long. And then at the end of the day, you're completely frazzled and freaked out. Yeah. And so I give myself these little breaks. Every time I complete something, I just take a little bit of a break, a minute or two to refresh my mind and then go at it. And these just simple things. Like you mentioned, my I, I fly a lot. Yeah. So I always kind of send my, my wife like these, like end of life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I do. I'm like, honey, I love you so much. I adore you forever. I want to let you know I'm so appreciative. You let me follow my dream. I'm so happy with our life. I want you to know I'm such a happy man. And I, I mean, I do that all the time. And so, because you never know when your last moment is, too, because habits can be something that ensure that you're remembered the way that you want to live. Yeah. Ooh, that's remember good. The way that's you want good. To remember. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know who's going to, what are they going to remember about you if you don't have habits and structure to your character? Yeah. What are they going to remember? They're going to remember a reactive, <laughs> frazzled person. Yeah. And what all of our family and our friends and the people we love really want to see is us showing up consistently as our best self not just going through the motions. Yeah. You, there's this part in the book that you talk about, um, uh, the idea of like, who would you want if you're, if your kids or your spouse or your friends were at your funeral or something and, and they're writing about your life or they're speaking about your life. I know I'm not saying it the right way. Maybe it's your 80th birthday party or something, but basically what would you want your children to say about you at the end of your life? What would you want people to say about you at the end of your life? Are you living life in a way that they would say the things that you'd hope they'd say about you? And if not, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know the most important habit of all time? Give it's it. called congruence. So explain that. People don't think that the habit of showing up and being congruent with who you want to be and who you say you are, they don't realize that's a habit. Yeah. Right? We all hate those people who show up and they're a different person here, a different person there, a different person there. They don't stick to their word here. They don't stick to their word. Sticking to your word, that's a habit. Yeah. You know, thinking about the person you want to be each day, that's a habit. Yeah. It's a simple thing yeah, everyone else would do, like kind of like a doorway trigger. Yeah. Um, I just call it the alarm trigger on my phone. You do? This is so and, good. Yeah, it's my favorite one. It actually went off right at nine when I joined <laughs> your thing. And so I set these, I set alarms on my iPhone that have a label to them because you can, instead of just saying alarm, you can write words there. So I thought of like, what's the three words I would love to be described as in my life? And what's the three words I would love to be like, those words, if they were on my tombstone, I'd be happy with those. Mm -hmm. And they're almost like aspirational. They're like, I'm not that way every day. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. But it's like, if I could be, I'd be so happy with my life. So I, I discover those three words. I write them in this alarm that goes off four times on my phone. Yeah. Because when your phone goes off, you look at it. Mm -hmm. So throughout the day, my phone's buzz, buzz, and I'm still, after, I've been doing this for like seven years, I still look down, and there's the, a little alarm thing. I look down, and it says, you know, my three words. Yeah. Like today, my words were dynamic, bold, and playful. So you change so, them based on your season or based on where you're at? Yeah, I probably change them every couple weeks. Oh, I've had the same so three, smart. I've had the same three words. words for the last year. Oh, what the heck? Man. Okay, good note, good note. That's yeah, awesome. And, and like today I'm teaching, right? So mm -hmm. I have uh, our people here and they're like my high level clients. So I have to be like, and it's a different thing. So I set different words at my seminars to remind me, so how do I succeed in that situation? Yeah. Because my, my events are usually for like four days long, so yeah. it's easy to kind of, you know, 
as you know, on stage, if you're not really working to be present, you can be like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so the alarm trigger, I think everyone should do it. I know some of the just, just incredible people who have this on their phone and though they tell me all the time, like, oh my gosh, that alarm trigger. I was kind of off my game yeah. for a couple of weeks, but then I had that reminding me, we all need reminders. Yeah. to be our best selves. Yeah. And I'm like, why not use your phone for that instead of using it for distraction? Yeah. Let's finish that. with this one thing, because I, I want to be respectful of your time and where you need to get to. <laughs> the importance of starting your day off with something that just tees you up to be successful every single day. Yes. Like a morning yes. routine. A morning routine. Ta talk everyone needs a morning routine. Yeah. Yeah, and everyone needs a morning routine that's more, that's like, and you teach this too, that's a, a holistic morning routine. It's like some people's morning routine is like coffee. Yeah. And then out the door. Yeah. And, you know, if they could take three extra minutes to sit down with their eyes closed and think of, how do I want to show up today? Yeah. Who needs me on my A game today? Yeah. Part of our habits is reminding ourselves to be our best self for other people. Yeah. Not just so we can be happy and play yeah. for fun. But also, I think that mental morning routine is just as important <laughs> as the coffee or the workout or the stretching. Yeah. Uh, mine personally, I get up, I stretch for 20 minutes every morning. Yeah. Like my mobility is everything because I never want to be like that sore guy on stage. So I'm oh, like, oh, like, a sore guy, you say. You want to uh, talk about my neck strain I've again? Never Here we go. I've heard of that. <laughs> So 20 minutes, I, I move or do yoga almost every morning. If I can't do it every morning, I mean, I, I do it later in the day. It's important for me to be really stretched. Because I feel like if you're flexible, it's easier to flow with the day. Yeah. And so I spend about 20 minutes doing that. Sometimes that 20 minutes is my morning workout. And sometimes it's literally just rolling around on the floor with a roller and stretching. Yeah. Then I do 20 minutes of reading. And that, just reading something positive and not the news, not my Instagram, not any of that. Just something, reading something positive, reading girl wash your face yeah you know i got that yeah yeah you sent it to me i did um and then uh then the third thing for me is i spent 20 minutes planning the day yeah and people think this one's crazy they're like but your day must already be scheduled right you gotta take the kids here you gotta do the school thing you have to do this work thing people think their day is already scheduled but what i do is i literally spend 20 minutes thinking is there anything i need to cancel reorganize do something else but then i visualize how would I do that well? Mm. So like today, this, like we had planned to do this. And before I did this morning, when I did my 20 minutes of thinking through the day, I thought through, how would I do this like well? Mm -hmm. And I thought through what I teach today, how will I show up well for those people? So mm -hmm. even though it's already scheduled, I visualize it and think through it yeah. to challenge myself. How would I do this with excellence? How would mm -hmm. I do this well versus just showing up and hoping it goes well? Yeah. So good. Dang it. Yeah. We should it's actually so think about how we should do live streams well sometime. I know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we just like to turn it on and see what happens. Um, well, I did try to figure out. Look, I did, I did my lighting because see how bad this could have been. Look at you. Look at him, everybody. He found the I'm good lighting for, for us. Yep. Yeah. So good. Yes. But look at this swanky... Hotel they got it, me I know. I you're like, living you're living a fancy life. It's swanky over here. <laughs> but you see the lighting? Uh-huh. Yep. Look at I didn't well need the bathroom in there. No, you did no you did a great job. You did a great job. You offered a ton of value. I wanna say again Get this book. He did not ask me to say it, but this is one of my favorite books, you guys. High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. You can get it anywhere books are sold. Uh, you should go listen to the audio. You you narrate the audio, right? Yeah, yeah. I put the entire audiobook on my podcast. Yeah. Season four, 
uh, you have to download all the episodes of Brandon's show to get it. Yeah. But we did it as like a, it's like an Easter egg, like find, unless you so download cool. all the episodes, you don't see it. But then in season four, it's the whole audiobook on a bridge. That's so crazy. It's Love it. so well done. One of my favorite books. Someday, Brandon, I'll show you all the things I've written in the margins of this book because it's hilarious. Uh, but thank you so much. Thank you. You're such a good friend and you're so sweet to take time out of a really busy day and, and talk to our audience. So thanks, man. Thanks, dude. Thanks, thanks y'all. I love you guys. Yeah, I love you too. Have an, have an awesome day. We'll see you next week. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Okay, bye. 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 See you soon. I think I know how to do this. Let's Maybe. Uh, oh, I did now, it. <laughs> spin this around. <laughs> Isn't he the dang best? He is the dang best. Ugh, why is he so good? I, I think it's worth saying, too, we've had the opportunity to meet so many people in this industry. He is actually... It, who he comes across 100 percent. like I, there's um there's so many people where you're like you're not really that joyful you don't really have that much energy you don't know he really is that guy yeah which is why i admire him so much and why i want to reread this book now that we've become friends i'm like dang it brendan really has a lot of things figured out i will I say this too i, I want to say this though too like he is a model in how I hope one day to be able to help someone who is That's on their real. way into a next level version of themselves because the generosity that he has uh, provided for Rachel, but for us, yeah. and the decency, it's, really it's just, he is Oh, a, I mean, he took good you fishing dude. and, get, you know, took you on a helicopter. We did go on a helicopter. We did fish. We did shoot guns. Still we did, waiting for my uh, helicopter ride, but whatever. How dare it's you? It's fine. I'm not no. bitter. Um, anyway, guys, uh, we hope you love that as much as we did. What's up? Uh, I wore the hat as a reminder. Rise together. Because this is <laughs> Habits Week, because the man who wrote High Performance Habits was our guest, because we've been talking all week long about the importance of habits, of, yes. of identifying your triggers and knowing what your activity ends up being that produces a reward and how you might change that activity to something more productive. Yep. We, as a part of our Rise Together podcast, which is out today. Today. It's live. Did a conversation about three really great, great habits, habits for our relationship that and we have not previously talked about, but also one bad habit. One bad habit. Three, three great ones, one bad one. We think uh, it hopefully is a good conversation that will provoke you into thinking about how you in your relationship yes. are approaching habits. And if you are, it's, so it's the Rise Together podcast, the episode's live today. If you are watching on iTunes, we'd super appreciate if you subscribe. Yes, please. Because then you will get a notification every time we post each week, but also it helps us with our ranking. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Um, also, one more thing. Tomorrow. 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 No. Tomorrow. The journals go live. Hotness. And everyone's asking, so I finally got a time for you. The email will go out tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Time. The email with the link to buy our Start Today journal. I know some of you are like, we get it. This is one of the covers. If you want to see the other two cover options, head over to Start Today Journal um, on Instagram. But these go on sale tomorrow. We did a limited run for our first time out of the gate because, you know, we just didn't know what we were doing. We want to make sure we got it right. And they're going to sell out. Because yes. we didn't do enough. Good. So if you're really wanting them this first round, um, tomorrow is the day. Make sure you are on email, um, meaning my email. So thechicsite.com forward slash email. Basically, if you get a Sunday email from me, you're on the list. You're good. But it's not the 90 days email. Different email. Two different email lists. Hello. So um, 10 a.m. Central Time. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. You'll get a link. And... 
Maybe I'm setting this up unnecessarily, but I'm a little nervous about how many, how much traffic is going to come on the site at one time. So if there's any issues tomorrow, we're just going to beg in advance that you are graceful with us because I did authorize a lot of people. I did authorize uh, upgrading the server Great. to accommodate the traffic, whether that works or not. I don't even know what upgrading the server means, except for writing a little bit of a larger check to a hosting company. <laughs> but, we're doing uh, everything we can. We're trying, man. We're trying, we're trying our trying. dang best, but we're please, trying. please be patient with us. We Obviously, it's the first time we've ever had a product or anything to sell you like this, so yep. if we don't, like perfectly do it this time we promise with the next round we will knock it out of the park but the product itself is gorgeous i'm Phenomenal. so proud of it it is one of the reasons that i believe i am as successful as i am both personally and professionally because every single day i start my day with intention and uh, goal setting and knowing where it is i want to go with my life Gratitude. so they're just beautiful and they make great gifts so if you want one i hope you'll grab one tomorrow uh that's what we got all right everybody we love you. We hope you have a great day. We have hope you enjoyed Thursday. this as much as we did. And we'll see you on the flip side. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at The Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die. <laughs>